Hi, I'm Joanna Robinson. Join us every week on the Prestige TV podcast feed as your favorite ringer hosts like Bill Simmons, Van Lathan, Mallory Rubin, Sean Fennessy, Chris Ryan, Julia Littman, and many more cover the latest episodes of your favorite TV obsessions. From boardrooms to throne rooms to courtside and through the mushroom apocalypse, we'll be here throughout the week breaking it all down. Subscribe to the Prestige TV podcast feed on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Football show. My name is Danny Heifetz, and I am joined by Danny Kelly, Craig Warbeck, and it is Week 15, baby. We're fantasy playoffs. Wow. Waivers. DK, how many of your 22 leagues did you make the playoffs in? Most of them. Nice. The, the, the majority. Wow, impressive. I did count lately, but yeah, I'm going to the playoffs in like, I think probably 80, 90 percent of the ones. Wow. Where I'm actually trying. Not. Oh gosh. There's a few that I'm like purposely rebuilding with like multiple first round picks next year. That's dynasty, of course. But Let's dig into that. Let's get, that's yeah. what we're doing today. We're going to talk about DK's dynasty teams. Yeah. Should we just like detail each one in my yeah. rosters and stuff? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. It's going to be really power hour this week. We're going to just rank them all. So we're going to go through waivers and also just, there were a bunch of injuries and oh yeah, we're going to help you. We're going to, we're going to get some chips. Also a reminder, we got the NFL draft show with Solak. We're going to do that on Wednesday. Hell yeah. And also, just a base reminder: there are games on Saturday now, which is annoying. Like yeah. you got to set your lineups on Saturdays I hate now. It. You got to set your lineups <laughs> on Christmas and Christmas Eve, and the Christmas Eve Eve coming. Like all, like it's now. Like you have to check your lineups on Thursdays and Sundays and Saturdays so and Mondays. For, for Christmas and, week, are there are there games Saturday, Sunday, Monday? Uh, yeah, I think oh, so. My God. Yeah. So just keep in mind, like, just, it, 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 as much as we're like, we hate fantasy, like, we got an email from someone who had a 99% probability. On ESPN, they give you the number 99% probability, and his team got like 40 points. He's just going to miss it. And it's annoying as we hate fantasy. The only thing wow. worse is when you make the playoffs and then you lose because you didn't set your lineup on a goddamn Saturday. Yeah. So just like a PSA for that. Mm. Um, the, the, what are those games? Vikings, Bengals, Steelers, Colts, and Broncos, Lions. Holy shit, those games suck. At least oh there's no buys. Broncos, um, Lions is okay. Yeah, Broncos Lions is okay. It's just the Broncos Lions, the two teams locked into like mid quarterbacks and huge contracts that they don't really want anymore. But whatever. 
We're going to go through waivers and at the end, we're going to address what people are really here for, which is a continuation of the Kadarius Tony saga of 2023. I don't know if they're here for that. I feel like based on my Twitter mentions, people are ready to fucking leave the pod, give up on us forever because of this conversation. Again, going to go through position by position. Going to give our must-add players for week 15. And again, here's how this works. We're going to each going to do a trivia question before the position to determine waiver order, because that's how we should have been doing this the whole time. I promise you'll figure it out as we go along. It's not that complicated. And also at the end, Kai is going to pick which one of us has the players who will score the most points this week. And if he's oh, wrong, yeah. he'll make him eat a food. And he was wrong two weeks ago. And then he, we just rescheduled it last week. So Kai's going to eat a kiwi for the first time Kai-wee. ever. A ki- well, that's good, actually. We yeah, discussed that. That was good. A kiwi, at the, that sounds weird to say, at the end of this episode. It's like how you used to say kawaii. Yeah, actually, yeah, that is. I I had never seen it spoken. I just I'd only seen it written. I don't know. Sonny. Yeah, Sonny. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. It's pr- pronunciation about dyslexia. Instead, instead of Canarius, let's, let's talk, talk about, about Mbop and teenagers. <laughs> Mbop. Mm, I, you know what? I've changed the way Craig says Mbop, which is to me a win. He used to say Mbop. Now I got him to say Mbop. I'm pretty sure I just said Mbop, but Sonny. Okay, so. <laughs> Uh, trivia, first up, we still haven't figured this out. Is This one's from Pete. So is it the Pete running back show? You, time? you let me handle this, all right? Okay. All right. Okay. From Pete. <laughs> um, you said Pete? Big Pete? I said Sonny. <laughs> Big Pete. It is Big Pete's running back showdown time. That's not this bad, right? Everyone that was great. Everyone in big. Jacked up now. <laughs> Woo. All right, this is huge. By the way, I'm on a 6-0 and streak right here for trivia, so I'm going to keep that alive. From the 43, uh, we're talking about the 43 Lions-Giants game that was a tie. Pete emails in, quarterback Frankie Sinkwich. Frankie. Frankie we talked about on the Sunday show. Franklin Sinkwich. Yeah, he was in that 1943 game. Frankie Sinks won the 1942 Heisman Trophy for the University of Georgia. Go Dogs. Played four seasons in the NFL. Started 16 games. Appeared at another 19 games. How many passing yards did Frankie Sinkwich accumulate in the NFL? <laughs> 16 starts. Uh, he started 16 games. games in the NFL as a quarterback. And he also had 19 other appearances as well. Okay. Which I don't know if they're kneel downs or what. 16 games. All right. You guys ready? Yeah. All right. Three, two, one. 720. You said oh. 720? Yeah. I said 1,200. I said 800. Oh. Fucking Craig. The answer is 1913. Wow. Oh, okay. Craig got last. Thank God. Damn it. He's an nice. absolute gunslinger. So Frankie <laughs> Sinks. Also, I have an important Regular Brock update. Purdy out there. So he's actually Frankie Sinkwich Jr. And I have a huge news. Mm. Frankie Sinkwich the fourth played at Georgia, like on the 2017 team. He just graduated. No, Come from on. Georgia. Frankie Sinkwich the fourth. So it means he's what, 23? I'm like, dude, we could. We could totally find this guy on LinkedIn. Frankie Sinkwich the fourth. So this is his grandson? We should get Frankie Sinks on the on the show. Yeah. We should just all the I realize that Cloyce Box, like there's gonna be like Cloyce Box the fifth somewhere. We can get Frankie Sinks. We could get the whole nineteen forty three reunion team. Sinks. Frankie Dude. Sinks is like straight out of Goodfellas. That yeah, name. seriously. <laughs> Frankie Sinks. Frankie right, Sinks because anyway. he kills people with sinks. We got Teddy <laughs> No Nos. We got Frankie <laughs> Sinks. He crushed a man with a sink. All right, I have the first one. I'm going to take Todd Chandler, the running back from the Vikings, because it's a really weird week, and I don't know what's going on. Mm. And it's a little, what's the word, disgusting to take a team that oh. just played the worst football game I've ever seen for um, Vikings Raiders. But Alex Mattis has an ankle injury. I feel 
somewhat reasonably confident maybe that Alex Madison won't play. And I, I just think Ty Chandler's the best other running back they have. And I think he's the receiving guy. And also, I think the important part I want to get across with Ty Chandler is he hasn't been great. He's been solid. But I think Josh Dobbs, I don't think he's going to play. I think Nick Mullen's going to be the guy. Josh Dobbs, what was fun and also then terrible about him was the crazy scrambling to keep a play alive. I just think Nick Mullen's going to check the ball down and Ty Chandler's going to have like five catches and he'll be totally serviceable. So I'm going to take yeah. Ty Chandler. This is going to be interesting, actually, with who is starting for the Vikings because, um, yeah, is he like, is Dobbs bench forever? Or are they going to go back to him? They did trade for him, so we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. But if, if Nick Mullen's the guy, I just think Ty Chandler will literally get twice as many catches. And so it's not sexy. I'm not going to fight if anyone wants anything different. I just think Ty Chandler's right. fine. And I'll take fine, and he's going to play. He but. would he would have been my choice, too, I think. Man, the second choice is... Uh, is tough out here. I think I think there are a lot of options, but they're all they're not awful. None of them are inspiring. I don't think there's a clear winner. I think there's just a bunch of C minuses on this board. Yes, right. It's a good way to put it. Shoot, let's see. I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go with Deontay Foreman. I don't know. There's like again, there's like five or six guys here. Um, but the the post uh, the post by bump for Rashawn Johnson did not really happen for um, Chicago, right? Uh, Deontay Foreman came back from injury and he was basically like their guy and he's been good. And he's like, he breaks a lot of tackles. As far as I could tell, he played well. Um, and I don't know if the Roshan Johnson thing is going to actually happen now. So I think I'm going to go with Foreman, even though it's like, there's probably like five guys here on the same tier that I feel like could be plugged into your lineup. And clear Herbert just is not playing for the bears. Like it's, you know, you're still dealing with Justin Fields, stealing some carries, but, Deontay Foreman is the running right. back for the Bears, so it's not. And great, that Bears offense plays. has like been better than I thought they'd be. So basically, here's the snap counts from this last week: uh, Deontay Foreman, fifty-six percent; Roshan Johnson, twenty-seven percent; Khalil Herbert, sixteen percent. Not great that it's like a three-person rotation, but clearly Foreman is the lead guy based on what we saw last week. Eleven carries, fifty yards. There, there's honestly three guys in between who I all think are somewhat serviceable. I'm, I'm thinking about Clyde on the Chiefs because Isaiah Pacheco has shoulder injury. Not sure if he's in a play or not. And Edward Hilaire is the early down guy. He's splitting with McKinnon. They're playing at New England. Uh, I'm debating Zamir White on the Raiders. Uh, Josh yeah. Jacobs hurt his knee in this game. It's Thursday night versus the Chargers in Vegas. I kind of doubt Josh Jacobs is going to play. And then also Antonio Gibson. We mm -hmm. don't know about Brian Robinson. I don't think I'm going to go with Antonio Gibson because Brian Robinson had a bye to heal his ankle. We haven't heard much about him yet. So I'm going to stay away from Antonio Gibson just to be safe here. I think I'm going to go with Zemir White. Like, I know, again, Heifetz and I are picking the two teams that just scored practically zero points for 59 minutes. You know why, Craig? <laughs> it's because we're pros. We're yeah. professionals. Other <laughs> look, amateurs like so teams that score that. points. Not I like me. teams can't get a touchdown if they literally had to try. Yeah, look, at least, you know, the, the Chargers are a horrific run defense, and Easton Stick is most likely going to be starting this game. This is going to be Easton Stick versus Aiden O'Connell. Like, So if there's any game the Raiders have a chance of actually having a positive game script in, it's this game. Um, and I think Zamir, why they have Amir Abdullah, who's kind of like their Jarek McKinnon. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Zamir. So this is very important uh, caveat to what Craig's saying, which is we're recording this on Monday afternoon. And right now, we, we kind of are in no man's land where we know that Josh Jacobs is injured. And we also know that Isaiah Pacheco missed Sunday, but we don't actually have an update on like Josh Jacobs coming back. Brian Robinson for the commanders. We know he was hurt, but they were on by. So like, please factor in what we're saying with whatever information you can find by Tuesday night. When you put these waivers in on Brian Robinson updates, Isaiah Pacheco updates and Josh Jacobs updates. But I agree with Craig on the Jacobs thing where Thursday night, probably not going to play him. Here's my question for you too. And I just going to be totally open book on this. 
I have no thoughts on Samir White. This guy never plays. Like, he's never had more than four carries in a game. I don't think he's had 30 yards in a game. And my only thought on Samir White is I don't know what to make of him, but I think it's weird that talented backups, even like with a dominant ball dominant running back, like a McCaffrey, like an Austin Eckler, or Saquon, like when you have a good backup, they do get like some touches by accident. Like Josh Jacobs showed up to camp fat and they still just gave him 100% of the work. <laughs> Literally, yes. And I think that sometimes you have to look, it's like the Susan Sontag thing, like what's out of the frame. And I'm like, the coaches see Zemir White every day and they don't even want to get a look at him. Like, you know what I mean? I, I, so I kind of just don't know what, like is Amir Abdullah just better than Zemir White? And that's the thing. I, right. I don't, in the absence of knowing about Josh Jacobs, I, I could be totally wrong here. And Zemir White could be the ad of the year. Like that's on the table. That Zemir White just is like a top five running back for the fantasy playoffs. And I'm missing the boat. And maybe I'm an idiot. But the flip side is, what if he sucks? I don't know. Yeah, it's like at the end of the day for me, the the tiebreaker is like, yes, he could get the volume and he could be the starter. But there's a lot of variables here. And this is a bad offense that just scored zero points. Off so. the bye, I, 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 maybe I'm overrating it, but I think scoring zero points off a bye is... Like it's not great. Her, her, it's like the Josh Dobbs thing. It's you get more time to yourself and you're worse. No, what so you, who, bad. They're, they're not off a bye. They just played. What are you talking about? But the, the the game the Raiders played before that was like they came off a bye and oh, got oh, shut oh, out. Yeah, that's yeah, what I meant. Yeah. Sorry, I wasn't clear. They, they got Dude, shut out um, off a bye, which is wild to me. Yeah, I would like, personally rather take my chances with. Did we mention Keaton Mitchell yet for the Ravens? He's no. still out there. Um. He he's again. This is another guy that's in like a three person rotation, so it's kind of tough. It just feels man, impossible for him to yeah. get more than ten carries in a game. Like I it's know. just like well, we, he's one hundred and eighty pounds. So yeah. <laughs> well, so well, I will say I know Craig mentioned it, but no one's picked him. And are we making a mistake not just taking Clyde Edwards or Lair here? Where it, maybe it doesn't matter because I feel like he's probably been added. But I Pacheco, I kind of think is going to play. But if I if I right. knew all these guys starters were out, I would probably go with Antonio Gibson or Clyde. I'm just picking Zamir because I feel the most confident that Josh Jacobs isn't going to play Thursday. Yes, I think you're totally right about that. And I also think Clyde kind of reminds me of Zamir, except we've seen Clyde play where the Chiefs have just no interest in watching Clyde Edwards Hilaire play football. And I will say, I think that he, he so what, he had like uh, 13 touches for 68 yards this week, Clyde did. I think he'll get the ball more, actually, if the Chiefs win, but they were losing the whole time and they play McKinnon when they're down. But you can play any of these guys. I think that's the good news is if you're super desperate, like Deontay Foreman, Samir White, even Abdullah for the Raiders, Clyde, Jarek McKinnon, Keith Mitchell, Deontay Foreman, Ty, I actually think all of these guys... If you're desperate, if you had like Ramondre Stevenson, if you had Jacobs, you can throw these guys in and hope. Oh, the other guy I want to mention real quick, Chase Brown for the Bengals. Yeah. Who he's not getting a ton of carries, but man, this guy has some freaking juice. This guy's fast. He uh, only he catches a- 30 yard screens. That's all he does. <laughs> he doesn't do anything except take a ball and run 30 yards untouched. I think he he's more of a grab him and put him on the end of your roster type guy for the playoffs because if Joe Mixon goes down, obviously he's going to have a massive role or at least I would assume he'd have a massive role and he's he's shown some some real talent out there. But for now, I probably wouldn't play him kind of deal just because it's still going to be the Mixon show probably going forward. And, you know, we can see this guy's role expand, but for now, he's more of a stash. Can I make a suggestion to people if you are not like emotionally attached to your kicker? Like, I know Danny Chow here at the ringer has Justin Tucker every year, takes him in the ninth round. But, like, if you're not emotionally attached to your kicker, don't think they're that good, and you don't have a bench spot, just cut your kicker and add one of these guys and just see how the injury stuff plays out. Like, add Clyde, if he's still there, add Clyde, see if Pacheco, or more likely, like, add Zamir if you can, see if Jacobs plays, or, like, Ty Chandler, Madison, Gibson for Robinson. Like, 
if you're not certainly with the injury stuff, like that's just kind of an easy way to postpone the decision. And honestly, you can also kind of just cut them on Saturday and then no one can add them for Sunday, which is kind of Bush League, but uh, you know, just a little, little, little blocker. Okay. <laughs> just throwing it out there. It's classic high fits. Mm, well, you know what? Pirate. Does whatever the it takes to win. Wide receiver. Uh, this one's from George. George. It is Big Georgie's wide receiver (laughs) showdown time. What is the average amount of urine in gallons that an adult male produces each day? (laughs) This feels topical. This is, in our, this is in our investor relations material. This is cool because I, at the Gentleman's Piss Club, we're going to have a Tuesday night trivia and all trivia will be pee related every <laughs> single week. So this is, Dude, this is important. It, it's, and it's going to be especially about the 22 different types of urine that can be registered in a medical software. Yeah, it's going to be called Potty Mouth Trivia Night. Wow, that's really good. You're just giving <laughs> that away for free? Yeah, I am. Wow. I'm trying to in- attract investors here with ideas. Um, how much urine in gallons is produced daily? Hmm. I have to admit something to you guys. Okay. The original question was in liters. Okay. <laughs> and I thought that that was going to be ridiculous if we just had to do the metric system. So then I- Take a liter cola. Converted yeah. how much, I, I made my guess and then I did the math and converted it. And I'm trying to, I, I'm just going to make the suggestion that you are allowed to do, I would, I would recommend decimals because a gallon is larger than a liter. Okay. So you're saying we should guess below We're guessing one in gallon. gallons. I'm saying don't guess like <laughs> 3.0 gallons. Wait, don't oh, okay. do that? Well, no, well, I guess. No, that, he's that saying don't decimal. guess three gallons. Get Use a decimal. Yeah. Okay. All right. You ready? Sure. <laughs> three, two, one. I guess one and two and a gallons. Half. Point, 1.6. God. I guess, I, well, I guess I was trying to warn you. I guess two and it was super wrong. That's what I was trying to say. Okay. I said the answer is uh, 0.37 gallons. Is it really see, that's that not low? Very many. That's see, it's not. That's, and like, that's a high. I'm, I'm thinking to, of like a jug of milk. Hydrate up. I, I should have had us do liters. Tom Brady's I, pissing <laughs> full of like eight gallons a, a day. <laughs> I should have done liters because I was like, I, do people want to hear us try to convert liters to gallons? Honestly, probably yeah. But um, so, who, so I, Craig I, drink more water, guys. Everyone drinks more water. It's the wow, that's crazy to me. Like. If you think of a gallon of milk, you're, you're only filling up a third of that thing a day. Should we? How much water should we have at this bar? Um, tons, tons of water. It's good for for. If it's yeah. good for you, it's good for hydrating you while drinking. I want. We're gonna have yeah. free water jugs. You know what? You know what I think is a, a big issue in bars is when you want a water at a bar, you have to just go up to the same bartender who's making everybody drinks. He is not incentivized to give you water because he's busy. There should well, always be the water big jugs, jugs on the side. Yes. They have them. Well, not uh, every bar in America does not have those. I'm confident. Well, LA, you're running out of water, but here in the East Coast. It's- sure. But at, at our bar, at the Gentleman's Piss Club, well, there will be water <laughs> jugs all over the place. We don't, yeah. At our bar, comma, the Gentleman's Piss Club. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, do I win? No, I lost. No, Craig won. Right. I came in last. Uh, God. Kind of a lot of options here. I'm between Noah Brown and Romeo Dobbs. Nico Collins is out. With a calf injury, I think the calf is the scariest soft tissue injury, in my opinion. And just lingers and lingers and lingers. Jolton Schultz has a hamstring. Tank Dell has a broken leg. It's like really Noah Brown's team now. I mean, like, there's not much else going on. There's, you know, our boy Bobby Trees, John Mechie. 
I'm going to go with Noah Brown. I, I'm banking on the fact that the concussion protocol has now changed in the NFL. Like since like week eight, it used to be the start of the season. It was like concussion guarantee you miss a week. And then suddenly Brock Purdy got a concussion. He played six days later. And then since then, it feels like a concussion no longer requires you to miss a week. So I, I'm assuming CJ Stroud will be back. Um, and they're playing Brock Tennessee. Purdy just heals, man. Purdy just heals faster than the normal man. Purdy heals everyone else I'm gonna go too. With, I'm going to go with Noah Brown. That's a good one. I, I had a tough time deciding on what to do with Noah Brown because he's got, I think, seven targets with no catches in the last two games. Yeah. So that's not great. You know, yeah, but la- necessarily- I mean, last week, Stroud left the game halfway through and it was there was 40 mile an hour wins. <laughs> that was the most like, that was the most Midwest ass origin DK DNA right there. of Just like, man, yeah, no catches last two weeks. That's, that was hard. It's for not me like to pick. Like, the yeah. most confidence inducing thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, <laughs> DK is like very supportive, but that was like as cutting as he'll get. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. So let's see. I got, so you're taking no, bro. I think that's a smart No, I, I think it's smart because like last, you have to throw last week out. Like the Jets in the rain with the 30 miles an hour and then everyone get hurt at halftime. Um, but I hear what you're saying. DK. He wasn't my first pick, but also it's not at all a bad pick. Yeah. Um, I'm deciding between two guys here. I'm stalling because I'm trying to look up a number Just here. give it I, to I, me. Just I think let I'm going to have the pick and then I you think don't I'm have to go with Romeo Dobbs, even though he hasn't played yet this week. We're recording this Monday afternoon. He's playing Monday night. Hopefully he has a great game and doesn't get hurt. But yeah, I'm going to go with Dobbs. He's he's just been really solid and really consistent for the for the Packers. This is a good offense. Jordan Love is really on fire right now um, with Christian Watson. Probably going to miss time. He's sort of the number one in this offense. So I'm going with Dobbs. Yeah, Packers playing the Bucks and the Bucks are kind of like the Titans where they're they're just like, yep, you can't run on us, so you got to throw. And Dobbs, is, again, I just really think Dobbs is like James Jones. He's just going to catch gets a, a lot touchdown. of end zone. Yeah, he gets a lot of end zone targets. I think he's a pretty good player. He, I, he's a little bit limited, but like he's he's just a playmaker for them. I will take Odell Beckham receiver for the Ravens. And to yeah. say the truth, this is the exact opposite order. I would have taken Odell first, Dobbs second, and Noah Brown third. But I don't think there's a huge difference. I just want Odell one because I'm totally biased because I'm a Giants fan. And I still love Odell deep down, number one. Number two, four catches, 10 targets, 97 yards, and a touchdown last week for Odell. And if you've been watching the Ravens, they just are tar- it, it, They're actually targeting it, not more than that, 10 targets. But they're targeting him like he is the number one, kind of. like Especially in this post-Mark Andrews Ravens team. Isaiah likely is there at tight end, but Odell, I mean, we we don't talk about this enough. Like Lamar kind of made it a condition of signing with the Ravens that they bring Odell in. And right. you forget that till you watch the game and you're like, oh, when it matters, it's kind of like fucking Odell down there somewhere, like the very discount version of it. And I don't know. It's as Craig said Sunday, like he's kind of back. He's yeah. a little back. He's not it's, back, it's, but he's a little, little, little back. It's wild looking at his, his numbers because like his target rate over the last few games is like 25, 16, 30, 8, 22. Post Mark Andrews. But he's only playing like a third to the ha- a half of the snaps. He's just, every time he's in, Lamar's like, I got to throw he it. He only I comes on the field for the ball. Beckham. Yes, he so only comes on the field like, for the ball. Traditionally, I wouldn't recommend a guy who's playing like he's a real half, Waiters. At, half at most of the snaps for any given team. I probably would be like shy away from this, but... His target rate is so strong. I don't think that his snaps really matter that much because uh, Lamar clearly just trusts him so much. And I like this one. I, I, I hemmed and hawed over taking Odell versus Dobbs. And also, this is important to note. The, the Ravens play the Jaguars this week. And the Ravens, I mean, they did this just the Rams. The Jaguars, the last two games, made Jake Browning for the Bengals and Joe Flacco for the Browns look like Dan Marino and Joe Montana. So I, I think the Ravens are kind of going to carve the Jaguars up. That's a good one. Um 
going down the list of receivers, though, let's talk about a few others. I think Zay Jones, speaking of the Jags, is an interesting one. He had 14 targets in this last game. Only turned that into five catches for 29 yards. But Christian Kirk is out. I think he's on the IR, so he's out at least four weeks. He's probably not going to come back this season. Um, Demarcus Robinson for the Rams has kind of come on lately, and he's caught touchdowns the last two games. Tutu Atwell is in concussion protocol, so he may see his uh, utilization go up a little bit here. And then Quentin Johnston for the Chargers, our boy, shouts Kai, is he's building a little bit of momentum, I think. He had three catches for 91. Yeah, him and Easton Stick. I heard have a great chemistry. You know why? The Chargers are now going to be down so much so early in games that Quentin Johnson's going to be like the the Keenan Allen of garbage time. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't feel great about starting Quentin Johnson, but he's out there. Parker Washington for the Jags, too, is another interesting one. And did you mention Curtis Samuel for Washington? No, but he's, yeah, he's another guy. He The commander's passing game is something I'm trying to avoid, mostly. Um, but I think at least Curtis Samuel <laughs> it's just gets... just a personal uh, preference. Well, it's, <laughs> it's like ironic because they have, I think, more pass attempts than any other team right now. So they're like airing it out, but they just throw it to eight different guys in every game. There's never any like... You, you, there's never any way to predict who's going to get the most targets in any game. Um, so I just like they're a stay away from me. But Curtis Samuel at least gets like manufactured touches. So that's good. Curtis Samuel is my line. He's the last guy that I would be like, all right, fine, yeah. I'll play him. Everyone's worse than him. I'm like, I, I would rather he, just die. He's the guy I've had on my dynasty team for like seven years and I've never played him once. Yeah. That was me with Elijah Moore this entire season. He's on my roster so the entire funny. season. I never played him. Yo, the, the Curtis Samuel All Stars. Also, wait, can I throw out one other guy that we should talk about? Uh, the receiver, talented uh, Kadarius Tony, receiver for the Chiefs. I think, you know, could take a flyer. How dare you, How dare you sir? I almost I couldn't say it with a straight face. Uh, you know what? You never know. I cool just play. love the stat. Craig said it last night. But it's so true. It's actually true. The Chiefs would be ten and three if Kadarius Tony just was hurt. Yeah, <laughs> like, he just he wasn't just on the team. They'd be ten and three. Fire. <laughs> We'd probably have like an entirely different perspective on the Chiefs this year if Kadarius Tony. We'd be like, oh, the Chiefs are just once again really good, ten and three. Dude, when Tony had three drops in week one, and then one of those drops was bobbled for a pick six in a game they lost by one point. And then, that and then the, even... the other drop, his other drop was like a, he was wide open down the, down the field, just, like under two minutes left and he just dropped it. They do you guys think he's going to play for the rest of the season? Yeah, I, I think that the, I, I think that the Chiefs, we'll get to this at the end, but they've just kind of doubled down on the whole, like, it was not our fault thing. And I think that the, there's a certain lack of introspection on, they just, yeah. they're like, he's talented and we're good and we're just going to go and win the Super Bowl. I think that's kind of their vibe. Chiefs, the Chiefs wide receiver situation is just atrocious. Debacle. Can yeah. I just say, I, I, my prediction of the take purge is that the the Chiefs are going to lose six or seven games and maybe miss the playoffs and not be that good. So, dude, I, we didn't talk about this. But the, the Chiefs had the largest divisional lead you can kind of have to in the first two months. They and that they're one game ahead of the Broncos right it's now. Wild. Like the Chiefs might not even win the AFC West. I mean, Denver was what one in five, and the yeah. Chiefs were like seven and two. I mean, yeah. that's remarkable. And now the Broncos. I mean, they just did a six and one. Like the Broncos could totally win the division if they just keep winning, which is kind of if you had put money on that, I don't even know what the odds would have been. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. 
So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. Think about all the stuff you can do now on Sundays after the Super Bowl's over. Adventurous activities. You need a Hyundai to get you there. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped for any adventure with features like available H-Track, all-wheel drive. You can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud or available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click gift mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday present for the pickleballer, Gift Mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Tight end. This is basically the the Isaiah Likely show. We know that Isaiah Likely is probably not available in your league, but he's definitely available in some of your leagues. So we decided to, you got to take, yeah, you got to pick him We're up. like emphatically endorsing as he would Likely be my first end. overall pick of all these players. Yeah. So we're going to put him in this and they're going to make this trivia thing a little more important. So this, this one's from Wes. Wesley. It is the big West tight end <laughs> showdown time. I love this question. Wes wrote, what is the maximum amount of cells you can have in a Microsoft Excel spreadsheet? Oh my God. Wow, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grossly overestimate this number. I I, like. I, I quite literally have no fucking <laughs> idea. Do you want to hear my logic, or am I gonna anchor you if I throw out numbers? Uh, let's hear it. What do you got? My thinking was, and I, again, I'm pro- I don't know if this is the answer, and totally will mess up the answer. My thinking was, I think the max you can go on a spreadsheet is fifty thousand. I think you can go 50,000 down, 50,000 up. I don't know if you, so I was just trying to like, I was honestly just trying in my head to do like, can I square 50,000 in my head, which is right. What is I, I want to say is a two and a half billion. I, everyone's going to no be idea. Of me. I, don't, I refuse uh, to do math. 50,000 times 50,000. <laughs> 2,500 million, <laughs> which is that right? Yes. That's, uh, I just said my answer. I have, I have a Whoops. very principled, outlook on doing math and I just don't do it. Dude, you know what's so funny? When we first started doing the show, Deacon and I didn't even know each other that well and we kind of had a meeting and uh, just to get to know each other and one of the first things Deacon said, we were, I was like, hey, like things you want, what, anything you don't want to do on air and Deacon was like, don't make me do math live. <laughs> really? <laughs> it was one of the first things, I don't like doing math oh, on air and like, I can't do math live and like, that's like the pr- premise of like. <laughs> the funny thing is, I think I would be like considered good at math, at least according to the academic my academic history, like I took AP calculus and all that shit, but like, I just refuse to do it because I hate it. Nice. Also, I panic. I panic under the pressure and I guess way wrong. DK hears footsteps whenever he has to do math. (laughs) Go. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I'm okay. I'll pick a number. Yeah, sure. I literally said my number already. So what'd you say? Nothing. Three, two, (laughs) one. Uh, 20, a hundred million. Okay. I said two and a half billion. 
<laughs> I have a nice window say? here. I went low. You said really a million? Low. I said 20 million, I think. Did I, say I said 100 million? million. So I have a really big cushion here between 100 million you and two and a half billions. Do you know what I think that's actually really important is like, do you guys have any idea how far apart our numbers are? Incomprehensibly far apart. Didn't we right. talk about so much bigger than the difference between zero and a million? We talked a million about to that. A billion is so much larger. Yeah, than- <laughs> I think we had a whole segment on this. The difference between a million and a billion, didn't we? Did- it was like it was like a million seconds is like a week and a half, and then like and a, a billion seconds is like twenty years. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like like we're not at all close, even though we're literally off. The answer is, oh my god, it's seventeen billion. Holy moly! Yeah, that makes more sense. Damn. Oh, I was way wrong on both. It's it's you can have a million rows and sixteen thousand columns. That's too Whoa. many. I feel like That's they should they should do so, less. Dude, wait. Also, email us at your fantasyfootballgmail.com because we, we talk about we have lawyers this is the show, we have doctors. Whoever you excel people are, this is your moment. I consultants or whatever the hell all everyone doing. If yeah. you're like all of our Deloitte think, and McKinsey listeners. Damn right. If you think you're in the one percent of the one percent of like the Microsoft Excel people. Please let us know what freaking spreadsheets you're using. We're like 50,000 is not enough. Call. Like 50,000 is not enough for us. <laughs> like what is it like area codes and like address? Like what is it like addresses? Like how is 100,000 rows not enough? Damn. It's how let many us know billion? what that's for. 17, 17. billion? A, a million rows. 17 billion because it's a, a million rows is crazy. This yeah, might be the excessive. most far off I've ever been on anything. <laughs> <laughs> like, like num- numerically Same. speaking. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, the I funniest was part pretty was much I just as far off as you were. <laughs> I, I, we did what we never did, which is we spelled out the math ahead of time, and then you just were. We were, we were. I think the, we did have a discussion about how many light years something was away. So there's probably actually That's some w- wiggle room in there. Literally, That's no. Actually, comprehension. The furthest I've been off in an answer is how heavy is a cloud. <laughs> Still the best question. I, I, when I say one pound, and it was a yeah. billion. <laughs> Yeah, but Craig, you're off. You were off by like 17 billion. That was the best question ever. Oh, I guess you're right. Damn. Never mind. (laughs) Yeah, but spiritually, I was way. Spiritually, yes. Much more incorrect. Literally not. Vibes wise, you were you were offsides. But the okay, so I I get damn it. I get Isaiah Likely. (laughs) Wow, it's sick. Um, Uh, Yeah, you guys enjoy whatever you. Okay, so Craig, second. We got. This is miserable. You you think I'm gonna just remind people go get Isaiah Likely a tight end even if you have a tight end just because he's so good that you don't want to play anyone in the playoffs if they need a tight end just don't let them have Isaiah Likely. I'm gonna take DK's guy just because I want to see who DK has to pick. I'm gonna take Davis Allen Fuck on the Rams. What the fuck? Stop! Are you serious? Oh my god! <laughs> I got I have like this big long running inside joke with uh, Austin Gale about Davis Allen because we were talking like literally the weekend of the draft. I was like, I like Davis Allen. He's kind of good and and. Austin was like, he sucks or something like that. So like every time I hear the name Davis Allen, I'm like ball player. Uh, anyways. So week 15, people going to make their fantasy playoffs. Is, is this just like a bit? Or? I don't know if that's something you should really do in reality is start Davis Allen in your fantasy playoffs. Now that you said not to do it, I'm sure he's going to be top five. I mean, look, who are we going up against here? Kate Otten, Chigakonkwo, right. Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry, I said for two weeks, play like, Add Hunter Henry. DK shamed me out of it because Hunter Henry had five points across like a month. 
And I was like, all right, maybe I was wrong. And then as soon as they gave up on Hunter Henry, he yeah, he got he has zero points after I shamed you out of it. By the way, so I he's helped a, you. I, he's I, the I definition. Wasn't you. He had he had five points. He's in a the month. definition of a broken clock. He's right. right twice a day, and it's fine. Twice a year, he'll have a couple touchdowns. Who are you actually going to take, DK? Or you take your Davis Allen? What a forgettable name. DK, DK, I'll give no, you Davis Allen. That, uh, no, 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 no. You take him. You take him. Oh you yeah. Take him. I would say, be careful if Tyler Higby plays. Don't play Davis Allen. But otherwise, right. like, you know. Why not? Uh, he, uh, there was a game, I think, in the preseason or something where he had like freaking 10 catches or something. Okay, enough Hunter, uh, enough Davis Allen. Uh, anyways, I'm going to go with... Uh, shoot. Right. Let's spend more time talking about Hunter Henry or, or Chiga Conquo. Craig mentioned him, Kate Otten, I think. He's another guy who runs a lot of routes. He's always playing. Those are two very baseline bars that he is passing. He's, um, he's like the guy, last guy at the bar. He's there. Right. He's, yeah, he's he's available. Uh, yeah, in a game where Mike Evans had one catch, Kate Otten had a resounding two. <laughs> he's there. I think I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Tucker Craft. Stick with my Packers oh. stack. Tucker okay. Craft, who has again not played, so don't feel great <laughs> about this. But fuck it, I'm gonna lose anyway. <laughs> he's he's another guy. Runs. He's running a lot of routes and he's playing a lot of snaps. On a good offense. Uh, Kai is definitely going with Hyvitz's team today. Yeah, Chandler, Odell, and any team who got likely is, is going to be the winner. Other tight ends. I actually think you can stream Hunter Henry if you have to. And also, jo- I mean, just Hunter Johnny Henry, Smith they are playing the Broncos, who are the worst team in the league against tight ends. We'll see if he can outscore the immortal Davis Allen. But um, I guess there's Johnny Smith and Brevin Jordan. But at that point, just pray. Um, but again, tight ends fixed, so it's okay. My boy Davis Allen, he just earns targets, baby. He had eight catches in his preseason debut. Anytime he gets out on the field, he's just earning targets out there. Sure. That's all I'm saying. Quarterback, if you have to stream a quarterback, RIP to Justin Herbert. I think Matt Stafford is like incredible. And and if you look at the games that the Rams have had all the players, like Kyron Williams and Puka and Cooper Cup healthy, they're basically just a top five offense. And if you watch Stafford play, I, I, he has legitimately been. I actually think Stafford would be in the MVP conversation if the Rams had had all their players healthy. Because he's so freaking incredible this year, but they've been so streaky because of their youth. But also the Rams just went through this Baltimore Ravens, Cleveland Browns gauntlet where they played the two best defenses league back to back. And like Stafford did great. And now the, the Rams are playing Washington, Washington's defense since they traded away Montez Sweat and Chase Young is abominable. Like their secondary is bad. And they just got away with having a good pass rush. And now they don't have good a pass work. rush. And like, I, I just think like, I think Stafford's going to carve up Washington this week. It's the same thing I was saying with the Ravens where like, I think the Ravens are going to carve up the Jags. Like I like that. I'll, actually all my players are from this group. Like I, I just, it, it's hard to even describe like the, the level of defense Stafford carved up to now it's like one of the worst defenses in the league. Yeah. I, I would not be shocked if Stafford was a top three quarterback this week. I actually think it's the most emphatic I've felt about a quarterback streamer all season. Love Stafford. What are you thinking about Jake Browning? He's like the QB <laughs> four over the last two weeks. He's 50 points in his last Are two we weeks. believing this shit? He's literally just in? like AFC Brock Purdy. Dude, this is whack-a-mole, right? This is like the moment you go for Jake Browning. You're just going to like get yeah, high to the probably, face. probably. But also maybe not. You know? <laughs> yeah, what if, he's, what if he's incredible? He's got two rushing touchdowns in the last two games. It's like... I'm Can you imagine if Joe Burrow... Like, I know this won't happen. We, we should do a take purge before the season ends. What if what if Jake Browning's better than Burrow and Burrow just never is a starter again? For Jesus. You imagine if Browning never lost again and we just Brock Purdy, Joe Burrow. I know if, that won't happen. If but. Jake Browning went undefeated from here on out and won the Super Bowl, 
And he's the MVP of the Super Bowl. He has 400 yards and four touchdowns. And it leaked out that Burrow wasn't happy. And... Yeah, is, is there like a conversation? They got to trade. They got to trade Burrow at that. Can point. you imagine? Yeah. Like, yeah. I I know that wouldn't happen, but like, there. Craig, I don't know. would you rather have Jake Browning or Kenny Pickett? Oh, Browning <laughs> on the Steelers. Jake Browning literally has the last two games for Jake Browning would be the best two games of Kenny Pickett's career by far. It's just I know, but hard. We do this all the time with these backups. We did we it with do. Josh Dobbs for like a month. The Lynn Sanity thing. They turned back into pumpkins. No, but Dobbs is the parasite host body quantum leap guy. The problem is he stayed. He's like a Mr. Meeseeks. He stayed too long and he started to. His pray. host body has died. Like he God needs to move right. on to another <laughs> a live warm should, body. Right, he should, right. Eventually, he's gonna have to go back to the Browns to replace I, Flacco. It, it's just so hard. I can't. I can't stress enough how awful the Steelers' like offense is from a vibes perspective and a, like an actual X's and O's perspective. It's just like all a mess. You have no idea. It's like it's like Jeff Gordon driving a shopping cart. Like it's just not gonna. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Where did you pull that out of? I'm just. It's like we, we we still have no idea. Do I? Has he been good in the system? No, he's been pretty bad. But like, if he was on the Niners, would he be solid? Probably. Low-key, everyone who listens to the show and also likes NASCAR is so insulted that you just compared Jeff Gordon, the legend, to Kenny Pickett. My point is, is that if you put a talented player in a shitty system, sometimes the system overwhelms the player to a point where it, it, you, it doesn't matter. I think that I actually am at the point where I think it's... I, I've come all the way back through it being complicated to it's actually very simple. Like Justin Herbert's not even good right now. You know what I, I mean? I get that. Like, I'm just saying, but to me, it's very simple. Either Kenny Pickett is awful or if Kenny Pickett's good then Mike Tomlin needs to be blamed in some capacity for like this being like if Kenny Pickett's actually good that, and they fired Matt Canada, how can the Steelers be this bad? Like something has to give here where, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's going to be a huge off season for Pittsburgh. I think it's, uh, there's been a lot of conversation already about like, is Tomlin finally going to, you know, bring somebody else in, like bring a new hire in from the outside and actually change things up. Like admit the team needs like, needs like an entire like uh, overhaul. When in reality, oftentimes the Steelers usually just like hunker down, hire from within, you know, do what they've always done. So it, it'll all come down to him. The loyalty cuts both ways. It's the reason they're so stable. And also the reason that like they're going to stick with, Kenny but Pickett. also Kenny Pickett probably sucks. Let's be honest. He, he's awful. He's, he's awful. Uh, he's, he's probably better than Mitch Trubisky, but I don't know what that's really saying. They're going to win the Super Bowl this year as a wild card. I uh, like the giants did anyway, Jake Browning for the Bengals. Also, if you really have to, like Desmond Ritter for the Falcons, it's funny. Craig's been pitching to us since August that he's a super flex where his friends stuck him with Desmond Ritter as his second quarterback. And he's, I think he's like the worst quarterback in the NFL other than maybe Zach Wilson. And yet he always has rushing touchdowns. He does. And I think because he fumbles so much near the goal line, the other teams always want him to have the ball in his hands instead of Bijan. But then he just scores. Desmond Ritter, you could do worse, but. Well, suck it to my friends in my league because I traded Saquon for Dak in that league just before Dak took off. Oh, yeah. We, <laughs> wow, I forgot we talked yeah. about that. Wow, that was the yeah. best. Saquon for Dak and Javante Williams. What a fucking it's, trade. Yeah, wow. Nice. <laughs> um, nice. All right. Fantasy defenses. Uh, I can run through these, but it's things we just talked about. The Falcons are facing the Panthers. The Panthers have actually gotten worse Like I on offense. The Bryce Young, they're just all-time low, and the Saints defense had a kajillion points against the Panthers, and it's the Falcons play the Falcons against the Panthers. Eagles defense, not great against the Cowboys. Don't care. No offense, DK, but Geno Smith injured or Drew Locke healthy, not Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. Like mm. the Eagles, or at the very least, pick up the Eagles because in week 16, if you win in week 15, the Eagles are playing the Giants. Tommy DeVito, Tyrod Taylor, whatever. The Eagles defense is going to be fine against the Giants. That is a real great play to get you to a championship. And then again, the Rams versus Washington, the flip side I was saying, Aaron Donald will sack Sam Howell. Like he will. He will sack Sam Howell. 
And I just think the Rams D is a very good bet against yeah. Sam Howell. He's so sackable. Yeah. yeah, he's so sackable. And if you really have to, the Bears defense has been re- weirdly really good. And J- Joe Flacco thing is going to face plant eventually. And I just think he's got two picks, pick sixes in him versus the Bears. I thought of a really bad pun when you said he's so sackable. Do it. Fucking say it, Craig. He's saxy. <laughs> oh, that's not even what I... That's so much more PC than I thought you were going to say. No I, no, I wouldn't say it was an inappropriate pun, just a bad pun. Yeah. I'm not even going to say what it's I thought It's a saxy you were quarterback. Say. All right. We can get the emails in a second here, but I think we... Should we have the emails and then... Or should we have Kai time? We should do... We should... Because Kai should come in, pick pick his team for this week, give a recap of last week, and then it's time to eat the kiwi. All right. Yeah. All right. So Kai's here. He's got a kiwi. I do have a kiwi. And he's he's got it pre-cut like a freaking pro. Well, hey, Kai, so give us a rundown of how it went last week. Of course. So last week, there's a lot of TBDs here because all of you picked Monday Night Players. Yeah, but like... There's two Monday let's, Night Let's games. be real We here. really know how to put on a show. <laughs> it's true. You guys know how to pod. Heifetz uh, is currently in third with Ty Chandler, Michael Mayer combining for 7.6 points with Jalen Hyatt TBD. Hmm. So masterclass on the way from, from Hyatt? <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't know. We'll see. Uh, DK's at two with Keaton Mitchell, Elijah Moore plus a point. Combining for 13.4 points. Not a bad showing. <laughs> and I got Chig coming up. Chiggy, he's going to go for 20 plus tonight, I think. Craig is in first with Zeke. Uh, plus a point, Romeo Dobbs, TBD, and Isaiah Likely. 41.3 points. 41, baby. 41.3 points Damn. with Dobbs. That might be like the play. all-time week of waivers this year. Uh, I saw Zeke going off and I was like, man, what a day. And then Isaiah Likely <laughs> caught that touchdown. I was like, oh, it's a great week. You live to see great another week. week. Yeah, seriously. I'm glad I came through for you, though, Kai. You know, it was almost, we were on the outs. We were. Craig. We really rekindled Totally our, redeemed our yourself. Anyway, now eat the kiwi. Yeah. <laughs> we were all, yeah, that's, you're still the reason why I have to eat this today. So. <laughs> that's fair. Mexico, yeah. we're, okay. we're on thin ice, okay? We're getting better. Yeah. And then this week, real quick, before I do eat this kiwi. Uh, DK, you have Deontay Foreman, Romeo Dobbs, Tucker Craft. Craig, you have Zamir White. Noah Brown, Davis Allen, and Heifetz, you have Ty Chandler, Odell Beckham Jr., Isaiah Likely. I'm going to go with Ravens Flock. I'm going to go with Heifetz to, to uh, really, I guess I'm betting on that offense. So, and Lamar, which isn't a terrible bet. It's, it's, I, likely is the safe bet. Yeah, I agree. I guess it's Kiwi time. Uh, Craig, do the thing. <laughs> it, it is the Kai Grady Kiwi time. <laughs> Was not expecting that at all. Wow. Okay. You better play this the is, gong for that. No, <laughs> I, 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 I will. Don't worry. So I don't know. Do you want? Me, do you want me to like smell this first, or what's what's the vibe with the kiwi? Whatever you think works best in podcast format. <laughs> Whatever you are are comfortable with. Describe what you're what you're doing. How you're what what it you, smells like. You cut it like. into round slices. It I did. I wasn't my best work, but I did it. Kai, well, can can you tell me what your favorite fruits are before going in? I actually like. I enjoy some fruits. I like red apples oh, right. and green grapes, very specifically those two <laughs> That's variations. Right. That's I, my favorite one of all the things. <laughs> I don't like green apples and I don't like red grapes. Like I will I not think have that's them. the funniest one. I I do agree though. Green apples and, and red apples taste very different. He's right. I just think it's really funny to make him eat green apples and red grapes. It is I just think that's <laughs> my worst day. And then I, I actually like uh, strawberries quite a bit. Okay. Um always go for those. I, you know, I will say about this kiwi, I'm not like, this isn't as scary as, as last week or I guess <laughs> With last mac and quite cheese. Right. Yeah. This isn't like, and I've never tried a kiwi in my entire life. Like I have no idea what this is. If it's sweet, if it's tart, no, no clue. 
I gotta, I gotta fess up. I've had kiwis, but I don't think I've ever purchased a kiwi. Like Kai was like, I'm gonna go buy a kiwi. I'm like, I've never done that. They've just because they cost to ten. And- what do they cost? Ten dollars. What's a single? <laughs> How much kiwi? could a banana cost, Michael? Ten dollars. <laughs> I genuinely have no idea. I came from far away. I don't know. Do they grow kiwis in America? Kiwis Probably are California. Freaking good. Good, so. I, kiwis are one of my favorite fruits. That's a kiwi great. on a tart is fantastic. All right, let's let's have let's let's do this. Smell it, Kai. So here it is. This yep. is this is the kiwi. Did you cut the skin off? Yes, I cut the skin off. I do mm. have another, you know, half kiwi with the skin nice. on. We were told take by, a bite. Very, uh, very, very angry emailers that the skin is just packed with nutrients. So just FYI. It's always sunny, riddled with toxins. But. Okay, I'm not going to delay this any further. I love this. This is so fun. <laughs> He's so much more into this one but than he, mac and he, cheese. He There's it. no dread. It's kind of, it's not bad. Yeah. It's All right. like, tastes like a crunchy green grape. Okay. That's my, my comp. And you like green grapes, so this is a win. Yeah. It's yeah, wow. it's a win for sure. It's it's much better than the mac and cheese, the craft mac yeah. and cheese. Nice. Hell yeah. I don't hate this. I, I'm not sure if I would ever like just eat a kiwi, but yeah. like good, I'll say. <laughs> All right. Wow, what a dumb. He would eat it as part of like a larger platter. Some positive yeah. masculinity. If it was if there was right like here. something with strawberries and apples and kiwis on it, you'd be like, <laughs> great. Exactly. I think I might, you know, I might think about grabbing the kiwi. I'll, I'll consider it for sure. <laughs> okay. You guys want a rating on this or where are we at now? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. You want me yeah another right. bite? Yeah, like, what is this? Because you gave the mac and cheese a 2.1 yeah. or something. Yeah, that was that was a rough one. I'll give this like a 6.8. Like on a the fruit 6. scale. 8. Okay. Ooh. Fruit scale. Like a 6. Wow. 8. Pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I'd consider it a win for sure. Because I'm, I'm, this is a tangent, but like when, you know, rating movies or whatever it is, it's like I'm in the camp of like, a seven, a six is decent. Like, yeah. you know, people give things all nines and eights and all that stuff. So 6.8. So he's a tough me. grader. So I yeah, like yeah. this. I no longer feel like we're bullying Kai, which is a nice relief. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we had a, we had like a couple people were mad at us. They're like, you shouldn't make Kai <laughs> eat mac and cheese. We're like, we promise we're not forcing him to. Like he is <laughs> consenting to this. We promise. I'm all in. What minute conversation in. with his girlfriend about this. I think. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, this is, my family and friends are invested yeah, now. Like this is a thing. So cool. they're huge fans of this process. Uh, thanks for putting Thank you, me on Kai. the Kiwis, guys. That's yeah, awesome. yeah, sure. Wow. I'm, I kind of want to get a Kiwi and eat. What a productive now. day. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm just really, my, my shitty team's got to win this week. Deontay Form, Romeo Dubs, Tucker Craft. Look at that. Yeah. Got to be a winner. All right. We'll see what else he's going to eat. Well, I can't get the pick because he picked my team, but. Kai, thanks, Kai. you want to stay on here, Kai? We got some emails. You want to stay on? No, no, no. It's all you guys from here. Kai's like, I'm getting. I'm He's like, I don't want to be involved with Danny and Craig's take like, from last night. Pull trig. <laughs> I honestly, I actually like, admittedly, haven't listened to the pod yet, so I don't know really what. I'm oh, behind. Oh, Sweet behind. summer. Child. No wonder you're being so nice to us right now. You could just go skip to the last. Oh, I guess no. There, there's a specific portion in the middle. There's like a 20 minute argument. <laughs> I, I, I actually minutes. think it was the most intense argument we've ever had. No, oh, you think? No, it was. I would say it's the most intense argument we've had where no one was actually upset. Right. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I would say it's the most <laughs> like. Yeah, yeah. It's the most intense argument where I don't actually feel anger towards. It's items. no. It's yeah. no <laughs> it's, it's no plain Wi-Fi. <laughs> First time you've been wrong. It's because the, the, okay, so Kadarius Tony, and again, if you don't, you don't know, I, I do actually think it's worth listening to. But the Kadarius, obviously, the Sunday fo- or Sunday, Sunday afternoon football, whatever, Chiefs Bills into the game. We, we almost have not talked enough about the play itself, but Kelsey did this crazy lateral look at Aristotle and he went and scored the touchdown. Would have been honestly one of the coolest. I feel like yeah. lateral doesn't do it justice. Ever. A lateral implies it was like a you throw. underhanded. That's a good he point. threw it across he, the field was, to Kadarius Tony. We, we we talked about this actually ironically on Friday about how a field's 53 yards long. And yeah, the throw right. Kelsey threw was almost as far as Mahomes' throw. 
Like it was like 20 yards. And like and a th- fucking tight spiral. He was getting hit as like he was taking <laughs> it was like a, a sack throw. It's, it's beautiful. He, he got lit up. On this the, is anyway. the tragedy of the whole damn thing. And they we're scored, not talking about the play enough. You know? <laughs> they scored a touchdown. To, right. Tony scored this game winning touchdown. That would have been like the crazy. And then Tony was off sides. And we had a like a double digit minute long argument about whether they should have called the flag. And we at, went to the polls, went to the emails. <laughs> and I will say I resoundingly won. Let me phrase it this way. I texted Craig this morning the gif of, are we the baddies? <laughs> what was that? There was that one election where I, th- I think like Reagan won every state but one. I think he yes. won like every state but Minnesota because that the, the, the Democrat was running in Minnesota or he was from Minnesota. But okay, here's my, okay. It is a resounding victory for Heifetz. Well, no, I, I, I'm i not going to gloat because I, I, I wanted to start here by saying the poll was 80 to 20 that they should have thrown the flag. The email was yeah, it's not close. More, it's a fucking- more than that. Landslide. We, as we speak, we are just getting email after email after email being like, Heifetz is right. They're Hit ridiculous. I will say this, though. I think that I, I reading through the emails this morning, I think I was, it felt very obvious to me that I had won the battle and I had already long ago lost the war because <laughs> every every title of the email was like, I'm, I finally agree with Heifetz. <laughs> I literally like I'm going to just read you like these are all real things. These are all opening lines to emails we got. Craig, did we blow it? Did we blow it? Damn no, it. it's I it's I can't <laughs> believe Heifetz is the rational one in this argument. Another one's ugh, Heifetz is right. Can't believe I have to agree with Heifetz. <laughs> oh no, the we worst got, person you the worst person in the friend group just made a great point. Or the worst yeah. person you know just made a great point. Was, I've never agreed with Heifetz before, comma, but it's yeah. generally I don't agree with Heifetz. And then another one that was like, I'm a simple guy, I pay my taxes, I love my family. And more often than not, I don't agree with Danny Heifetz. <laughs> and I was like, and, and I was like, wow. And I realized Craig, we flew game, too close to the sun. No, I have a rebuttal. <laughs> I, well, I realized what this game was for you guys, which was, do you know how like every year there's a great team that just inexpl- like the Bills inexplicably losing to the Urban Meyer Jaguars? Mm-hmm. And we all just agree, like, yeah, you know what? Happens. And we just like that's a burn the tape game. And I was like, I read these <laughs> and I was like, I'm the Urban Meyer Jaguars, and this is the broken clock. One I get one argument right a year. And everyone just was like, well, that must have been a total aberration. Well, look, you're handling this with with humility, like a gentleman. Grace and class. And I, I appreciate that. However, this is this is what I would like to, I, I will follow up with. I knew during the argument, making the poll, I knew that in the court of public opinion, I was going to be wrong. I, I did not expect to win the poll by any means. And, and that's why this is, a, I, I knew I, I was like, I had the unpopular opinion. I think DK knew as well. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I admit that he was offsides. He was. That is what the ref should call. I'm just personally upset that like he had to call it. I'm like, this is stupid. But I knew that we were going <laughs> to be incorrect. And it's it's that's why it's different. It's different than like the Mbop thing where Heivitz, you you genuinely felt- I was just saying I didn't know and like I never Like teenagers was a bigger deal. And I'm like, look, I knew that everyone was going to disagree with us. Didn't you, Craig, you tell us a story once that you're in your, you're now best man best man at your wedding that when you met in college you had this argument on Friday night that lasted five hours and then like weeks later he told you that he knew he was wrong. It was about the word impotent. He said impotent like drunkenly at midnight and I was like impotent he's like you mean impotent? He's like no you can say it both ways. We argued for three hours both ways. And then he woke up the next morning he was like dude the second you said impotent I knew I was wrong. (laughs) So funny. That's why men are the best. Of course of course I knew we were not going to win this case I would say in our defense, I don't think any. I don't think Craig or I argued that it was technically the correct call. I think our argument, and, and this is all I'm going to say about it, because we're Stupid fighting a good sport. fight. This no, is no, no, this is the long. We're playing the long game here. Yeah. My assertion is maybe I chose the wrong moment to like really dive into this. 
is that there's too many fucking flags and I'm fucking sick of the refs <laughs> throwing flags and ruining what could be great games. I'm just sick of flags. This is like, to me, this was like a, a minor technicality, not a big deal. I'm sick of flags. I'm sick of like every fifth play is like coming back because of some minor procedural bullshit thing. It reminded me of the play last year when, do you guys remember this? Uh, Terry McLaurin like didn't line up close enough to the line I was, of scrimmage. And it was like a Giants fucking game. The they, scored, they scored a game-winning touchdown and it got called back because Terry McLaurin was not close enough to the line of scrimmage. I'm sick of this DK, shit. It's stupid. Talk about winning the battle and losing the war. That's the reason the Giants got in the playoffs and then won the Vikings <laughs> game extended Daniel Jones and are in their current predicament. But I just like, dude, the tech, the procedural like penalties, I just like fucking don't give a shit. I want to read I'm a few emails it. here. They got an email from Spencer that I actually thought was one of your burners because it basically summarized. We kept talking about it after the show ended and Spencer emailed it. I felt like he was quoting what you guys said to me. But like, honestly, it was like what you guys thought, but I thought even like sharper, let sharper, but like it, to your souls, what you were trying to say. Mm. And Spencer wrote, Spencer. Spence. Spence. In theory, in theory, Heifetz is correct. It's a penalty, which I can't say that word, but it's a penalty. <laughs> Ironic. You don't know how the play is going to turn out when you throw the flag and the job's to call the penalty. I get it. But the fact that it's Tony just makes it even more hilarious. But here's the thing. The refs fuck up all the time, impacting yeah. the outcomes of games. And this, all caps, this is the time you want to be a stickler. They should have called defensive pass interference to Darren Waller in the Giants-Bills game. It got grabbed in the end zone against the Bills. They didn't. Giants lost. Call the penalty. It's a clear penalty, but they let it slide. Active penalty changed the result of the game. And I would argue it's a little more like judgment call versus subjective. But Spencer goes on. DK and Craig are a thousand percent right. Letter of the <laughs> law. It's a penalty and you should call it. But screw that. There's no way dudes have only lined up offside 11 times this year. It's just only been called 11 times this yeah. year. And also they probably Andy Reid calling the refs out for being like, you didn't tell me probably suggests that like they did go out of the procedure of it. And then he goes on arguing in favor of this flag. Is like at a sleepover when you're a kid, someone says, oh, today. And you're like, you mean yesterday? <laughs> and like, you're right, but nobody likes you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> the guy a- who earnestly says like well, on December 30th, I'm not going to see you until next year. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's what I felt oh, you man. were trying to say. I agree. So, Thank you, Spencer. That succinctly encapsulates what we were feeling. So I felt there were a lot of emails that like were like, it was a flag. There was one email that I thought perfectly captured what I wish had been my follow-up question to you guys. Okay, I said okay. this in 100% sincerity. I actually just want the answer. Great. This is I hope from I Andrew. can have one for you. This is from Andrew. I, I, I genuinely Andrew. just, this is actually like a real question. Craig and DK said Tony should not have been called off sides. So DK and Craig, how far off sides is Tony allowed to line up? <laughs> um, it's like, how, like, I don't know. Far, here's, here's my answer. This is not going to satisfy anyone. Far enough where we don't have to do like a fucking Zabruder film like replay where everyone's like showing different angles of the fucking play. And oh, look at the line. And then you start talking about how far back the tackle is from the line of scrimmage. Far I, enough to like, where my mother would go, what's that guy doing? That doesn't <laughs> it's look like right. in Madden. You ever like tried to do a flag in Madden on purpose to mess your friend up? I, I yeah. thought this was the perfect question Ten from feet. Andrew. Ten feet. <laughs> Ten feet. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Wait, what did Andy Reid say? Andy Reid was like, it's an inch or two. And he was like, inch or two for being legal. Dude, Andy Reid, obviously very unbiased at this whole thing said that Tony was only off sides by like an inch or two, which was my assertion. And obviously, again, he was off sides. And again, all of this is is hurt by the fact that Mahomes 
is being a little bitch about it and shouldn't right. have complained. And at them just being he so is. upset in the media has been really annoying. And I even think that the entire Chiefs season and the Taylor Swift thing, I think just people are kind of over the Chiefs. It's entitled. It's entitled. I, I, I don't hold you guys accountable for the Mahomes. The Mahomes separately is being annoying about it. Craig and I have been accused in on at least in the Twitter mentions of being like Chiefs worshippers. No, and like I wanted the Bills to win the, the game. Chiefs. I don't give a yeah. fuck about the Chiefs. We've been talking <laughs> up the Bills for the last month. Yeah, I was happy the Bills won. I don't care. <laughs> I, I don't love the Chiefs. I, I wasn't arguing for the Chiefs. I'm arguing against the refs. I hate the refs. Yeah. That's <laughs> just to be clear. I don't want to see the refs. They should be neither seen nor heard. No one has an issue with the Chiefs thing. People, the issue is like being subjective. But here's the thing I was I thought was so funny about this email was, well, it's a vibes thing. And I, I realized that the question literally was, where do you draw the line if the line is not the line? Well, it'd be nice if there like, was there's an actual a line. line. That's true. But there is it's a an line. imaginary line. There's a yardage marker right next to the ball. You look at the ball, but the I, yardage marker, I, it's I, a hash mark. It's still like, fucking weird the that the center walks up, picks up the ball, and just kind of moves it a little bit. Yeah. Oh, this is the other thing, though. The blue line actually is, that's like not the neutral zone. That's the thing. That's the line of scrimmage. But like, the, the blue line, that's actually not like it's you're like, oh, well, his foot's on the line. That's not the neutral zone. The ball is the neutral zone. It's like the blue is actually the left part, but like it's twice as long as that line. It's I, like, it, I, I, it feels like he was literally three inches too far forward. And I'm like, that's stupid. <laughs> I think, it, but no, but I guess the thing that I think is so funny is like, what's the line if that's not the line? Like, there, like you have a side and like how, I, I just like this question. How far can you be? Yeah, like, we, well, got, we got a lot flag. of people that were like, Oh, so you just want them to cheat? I'm like, no, I yeah, just don't I, I, want I, the fucking refs to like litigate every little tiny fucking. I hear you on that. I just thought it was such a good question of like, okay, it is, but it, how look, far I can you stay? Like, I understand. <laughs> I understand. To be honest, I understand that question intellectually, I totally get it. Like, believe me, I'm not like advocating everyone should cheat all the time. I just don't think little well, infractions like this is fucking making the game any better. I think it being in the final two minutes of the game, I'm like, just fucking let the let the boys play. <laughs> I, oh, and sorry, sorry. This play. is the most important thing, too. Shout out Sam Monson and Pro Football Focus, who brought up the best point of anyone who's brought up on this, which is for all the emphasis on Kadarius Tony, Jawan Taylor, the right tackle, also committed a flag on that. Like the thing that was a thing on like the first week, first game of the first year, where Jawan Taylor was lining up so deep in his pass set that it like wasn't a legal formation because that gives you the advantage of like, you know, it's so hard to beat, get deep enough to beat a defensive uh, end because they're so fast that you just start back and he just like was kind of cheating. He wasn't legal on that play. And like, it's great that was, they didn't call him for it. I know, but I'm like, <laughs> they had two people. And that's funny to me is those are the two people who lost them the game in week, like literally the first game of the year. And like, I think that's to me, I don't care about the thing with you guys, but that's why I just can't handle Mahomes complaining My about this is that these guys have been like, doing issues, mental mistakes for you since literally the first game of the season. Well, and again, like I, everyone's pointing out the Super Bowl call. It's like, oh, wow, Mahomes doesn't like it when it goes against him, which I think is kind of, it's fair. Like Mahomes and the Chiefs, this is not a good look for them to be complaining about this. No, it's, it, it, he's had a horse, and we didn't get to this, but Mahomes has had the most goddamn charmed career since Tom Brady. Like he's been in the NFL for 25 months functionally, like 25 months of games. 23 of them have been incredible. He had one bad month in 2021 with the too high stuff. And then this is the second bad month of Mahomes' career. And he's like, let us play, man. I'm like, dude, you have no idea what it's like out here. Last week when they lost on a play where it was like very obvious pass interference in the end zone. And he's like, I'm I'm all about let let him play. He said that before this happened. 
in his defense. It's I think it's still lame. I, but as he a sounds like a kid. No, no, no. I'm like, just saying, like, like, as I, I agree, like, it's not a good look for the Chiefs. This was never part of my argument, really. Like, I, I think Craig and I both feel the same. It's like, we don't give a shit that. Like, we can complain. I don't think Patrick Mahomes should be, like, yelling 100%. in Josh Allen's ear after the game. Like, that was a terrible call. <laughs> All right, buddy, relax. <laughs> Josh Allen's not even going to make the fucking playoffs, all right? I feel 100%. Josh Allen's like, what? What, what are you I talking have about? infinitely more patience for you guys complaining to the refs than Mahomes on a season where they just it's keep like... It's like borderline our job to do it. It's, it's not Patrick Mahomes's. <laughs> you won the Super Bowl because of it. The big like, picture thing is like, it sucks that we're talking about this fucking call. Like, I don't want to talk about the refs. I hate the refs. I don't want to fucking talk about some infraction from procedure. Well, it's be the change we want to see in the world. Be the I, change, DK. It starts with the man in the mirror. I'm, I'm should, saying so be I the change. Stop talking about no, yeah, flat, no, that's not what I said. Be a ref, DK. Go be a ref. <laughs> no, someone did email in and say they should do a thing in the offseason where the refs have to play a football game and the players have to be the refs. I thought that was fucking funny. Just, but, it's called empathy. Um, yeah, learn I know. It, you know. But so let, something that has not gotten enough attention at all. This is our fault. I think the Kelsey lateral thing, it's been lost in this, but players lateraling, obviously fumbles can happen and that would be bad. But like, in the like, if you're able to control it, the play beyond the play, def defenses are so it's like an invasive species. Like defenses have no plan to account for anyone but the ball carrier. It does feel After like the future. That it, I'm, I, I genuinely like. I think that it takes like a total accident rule breaker. If Kelsey was good and a quarterback, and he just fucking did it once, how many stories like that in any walk of life have you heard that some idea was just a random guy just did something once, and it, like there is like something here, yeah. some high school that is bad and has like worse athletes than every. It's just going to start doing this, and I kind of, I, I really wonder. Like, there's a Montana State, one of those college that has two quarterbacks, and they kind of run the option, but they can both throw, and ironically. I know Kadarius Tony caught it, but my running bit on the Giants was that Odell Beckham and Kadarius Tony both had a stronger arm than Daniel Jones. Right. And I actually think Kadarius Tony does. And the irony of Kadarius Tony is he's not really a receiver, but like there are so many guys that are athletes. How many quarterbacks come out of high school that are like an athlete? And I'm like, if they if Kadarius Tony in another life where he could stay healthy, could take an option, like as a running back, but then also still throw the ball. I feel like not soon, but like 30 years from now. It's like a whole layer of like the RPO option offense. You can just stack it on top of each other and create like a quadruple quintuple option. And like, I don't know enough about X's and O's to know what that would be, look like, but I don't know why that would not happen. Well, yeah, it is. It's like for how much everybody used to joke that, oh, Lamar Jackson's not a, a quarterback. He's a wide receiver. He's a running back or whatever. It's like, imagine if the Ravens just drafted another Lamar Jackson. Dude, he's the Terminator. That's why he, he wasn't recognizable. Like I, if a team ever gets two of those guys, like the amount of creativity that you could, uh, you know, pull out of that. Also, I think the Chargers in the past, there have been a few plays where the hook and ladder style thing has been done. There was an Eckler Keenan Allen one that was really yes. cool up the sideline once. Uh, it's been a play in Madden for like as long as I can yeah. remember. And then... Coaches don't get, you don't work your whole life in, again, it's a control freak atmosphere and no one's like, all right, let's like turnovers. But I don't know, DK, like, what do you, cause like, in all seriousness, like the play was really cool. Am I being nuts? Like, I, but like, I just, I feel like there's so much meat on this bone. Like you could probably score that fucking touchdown every goddamn time. That's kind of what I'm saying. <laughs> it's always there, but no one has the courage to try it. Like, that's what I'm trying to say. I feel like it's like some derivative of like flea flickers and the like double passes and things like that behind the line of scrimmage. Like we got to get it downfield. You know, it's just a shame that we weren't talking about this instead. I just wanted to state that this is about the refs, not about this specific thing. That's all. You know what? It's because yeah. DK, you are ungovernable. 
<laughs> just I'm just sick of plays being called back by flags. It's just like out of hand. Too many players on the field. Give me seven on seven flag football. I'd be down. All right. That's all we got. Thank you, DK. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, everyone who emailed us in. I really appreciate it. I'm sorry we didn't get back to everyone, but I really, we really do appreciate everyone emailing us in. And thank you, Kai, for producing this episode. And thank you, Kai, for being uh, a bastion paragon of positive masculinity out here, leaving your comfort zone in front of all these people who um, support you or would heckle you. I don't know. I don't really know what would happen. But um, we're proud of there you. There you go. Weird, weird, crunchy green grapes. Thank you, Lauren. Lauren. Uh, thank you, Tears for Fears. Ooh. Whoa. Wait, what's the big one? Shout over heels. Shout. Oh, shout. Not that shout. The, uh, the other shout. Right. Not the we one need a name for that. I think we everybody wants to like, rule the world the, and head over heels are, are oh, just yeah. as big. That's, but yeah. that's, I was thinking about everybody wants to rule the world. But we need a word for when there's a song that's not the, the good name of it or like a movie or whatever with like there's a, yeah, yeah, or yeah. a book. Where there's a title, but then there's like another one that's not that one. That's also all right. I love Tears for Fear, though. Tears for Fears is great. What did you make you think of that, DK? Were you listening? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, no idea. It's because rest want to rule the world. Because I want to shout and let it all out that I just am sick of referees, you know? Who would have thought that would be like the biggest disagreement we've ever had? Us, the literally the only thread of this show from 2023 is we argued about Kadarius Tony from January through December. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking Tony. It's the only it had thread. to be Tony. I still think low key the wildest thing that happened to us on the show in 2023 was our running bit for the week of the Super Bowl that Kadarius yeah. Tony would have two touchdowns or under five snaps in his both almost. I know the all time middle. All right, goodbye everyone. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4777 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York.